Welcome, everybody, to another exciting edition of KickServeRadio.com, Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden. I'm very excited to be joined today by my good buddy, Craig Carden, who has had a terrific run since taking over working with Coco Vandaway. First of all, Craig, congratulations on the success that you guys have had this year. A terrific run in the Australian Open, making it to the semifinals with a couple of phenomenal wins along the way, and then an amazing comeback in Fed Cup. Talk about the year and the great start that Coco's off to so far this year. Well, first of all, thanks, Andy, for having me on. It's good to hear from you, my friend. Yeah, it's been a good start to the year. Uh, the year before was not a great start in Australia. She lost three straight first rounds. However, this year, she was a healthy girl in preseason training. We changed things up a little bit uh, with her training, and uh, it seems to have paid off. She started the year at an exhibition event in Perth, Australia, Hotman Cup and was very strong there, winning three out of four matches, singles matches, and they ended up making the final. And then uh, she played Sydney, had a little hiccup there, lost to a Chinese girl who was very powerful. Not a great performance, but positive attitude and worked hard in Australia. Came through a couple of tight first and second round match against Vinci. She got a little sick. In the second set, after being up a set, I remember seeing that. Yeah, and it, and then she just rolled away with the match against Pauline Pimentier, a French girl, in the second round. Again, struggled in the second set after being up a set, but kind of persevered and, and really getting through those two matches. Played an exceptional match against Jeannie Bouchard. Both players played very well, and Coco hung in there mentally and uh, took care of her. And then, actually, the two toughest players on paper. Kerber and Muguruza, she had the easiest time with. So straight sets in both, the number one defending champion and then the number four player, Muguruza, and uh, then went down to Venus in three really tough sets, and Venus played great. And Muguruza, by the way, uh, the defending French Open champion, if memory serves. Yep. So she takes out a couple of uh, current Grand Slam title holders. It seemed like the Bouchard match really kickstarted her into a good place, coming back uh, a breakdown in the third when it looked like Jeannie had the match sort of at hand. And, and it really seems like earlier in your career with Coco, that might have been a tall order for her to be able to come back from that break in the third, especially it seemed like the crowd was really on Jeannie's side. What have you seen change with her from a maturation standpoint that's allowing her to be able to hang in there and do what she did, uh, particularly against Bouchard, uh, and then against uh, Pliskova, it looked like in uh, in Fed Cup, same kind of deal. Uh, yeah, Petkovic in Petkovic, Fed Cup. Sorry, she, yeah. Basically, um, Coco is very determined now, and uh, we've got a good set of people behind her, and she is trusting the routine, she trusts the process, and she's got a lot more belief in herself. So it kind of gives her a real good anchor to hang in there. And for the long haul and just trust her game, she believes in herself as always, but the determination to get through the tight spots, that's what's getting her through. I think not only does she believe in herself, but clearly from the interviews that she's been given, she she has a lot of belief in you. I went on air the day she played Venus in that semi. But I traced your time with Martina back to a good reason why we should expect Coco to be able to really show up and give Venus all she could handle in that semi, because I knew you had been there. I knew that you had been there on the grandest stages of them all and had to be able to help your player handle that moment. How much of the time spent with Martina in particular was helpful in getting Coco to be able to relax and take advantage of that moment? 
Well, I, I think just the fact that I've been there before uh, with a Grand Slam, multiple Grand Slam champions, uh, giving her advice and her trusting that my belief in her, that she deserves to be there, and she had nothing to lose, yet still more work to do. I mean, she really wanted to win that match. And uh, unfortunately, you know, Venus came up with the goods, and hats off to her. But I think Coco learned a valuable lesson in um, it wasn't more about the moment. It was about adjusting her game in, on the biggest stage to have the opportunity you know, to be in a Grand Slam final. Craig, let's go back to Australia, though, because you've been around this game a long, long time. If we talk about somebody that was with Martina Navratilova while she was still playing, I think that speaks for itself. And this year was a particularly historic Australian Open. Were you able to enjoy both the run that you were on with Coco, seeing her reach the semifinals of a major for the first time, but also be able to soak in the fact that you were a part of what was going on with the Williams sisters and with Federer and Nadal and, and, and the Bryan brothers getting to the final and being around you and Philip hanging out down there. And, and were you able to really take in all of what was going on that tennis fans were really able to enjoy? Well, I mean, uh, take it in and enjoy it. That's, you know, for me, Andy, it's more about the process and about the job. Yes, you, you realize where you are and what's going on around you, but I, I had things to do. I had things to think about, and I had a team around Coco to manage and to keep inside our what we call the bubble. The main thing, Andy, for me really was getting Coco to enjoy another second week in a Grand Slam, and that was one of her goals is to make make the second week in all four Grand Slams you know, but now it's it's more about the singles, you know, to make that second week in the singles. She's done quarters at Wimbledon, and now she has made the semis with Australia. And so I'm excited about the opportunity ahead of us this year. And first things first, Craig, you know, Indian Wells is, is nothing to sneeze at either. You come off a bit of a roller coaster performance last year where, uh, unfortunately I was there, uh, you know, with you when she, uh, didn't really have put in one of her better performances against Yelena Yankovic, but she did turn around and, and make, you know, kind of lemonade out of that situation because she and Bethany Maddox Sands were able to team up and win the double. So she was actually able to leave Indian Wells on a high note because of winning the doubles. And I would assume that that means going into Indian Wells this year, she's got pretty positive thoughts about that tournament. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. You know, now I think she realizes the opportunity ahead of her. And also, remember, she's top 32, so she will be seated. She will get a bye into the round of 64. So it makes it a 64-draw tournament for her. And, you know, you're already second round, and you've got an extra day to play with, to practice, to get used to your surroundings. And I think that will help her quite a bit for her preparation. Craig, before I let you go, I know you got a lot to deal with with preparation for Indian Wells, but you know, one person that you and I love very dearly is is Andrea Rains, and and we both were coached by her when we were in the twelve and unders as doubles partners, and you had the good fortune of being able to to spend more time with her over the years of junior tennis than I did, but we we've all remained very close. And how much of uh, of an effect and, and and an influence has Andrea been on the kind of coach that you have become, let alone a player, but but what what kind of coach have you become as a result of being around? on Andrea all those years? Good question. I, I don't know. I just, uh, I think that, uh, you know, Andrea was very caring and she put the responsibility on me to go out there and work hard for her. And I just wanted to make her proud and happy. Her way about 
coaching was, you know, not with a heavy sword or heavy stick, but it was just with her words and encouragement. And I think I kind of fall on that same path. I'm not a yeller. I don't, I'm not a disciplinarian so much, but I do expect a certain uh, level of commitment and work ethic. And if you're not doing that, I will hold you accountable. So yeah, Andrea has been a, you know, consummate influence in my life on and off the court. Well, I think that it, you know, to just sum it up, she was always very caring and very nurturing, but also no nonsense. Yeah. She didn't put up with a lot of crap, certainly from us when we were 11, 12 years old. And I think we were very fortunate to have had her in our life. And I know that uh, in particular, she took you a long way with your game. And I know that uh, it's it's beautiful to see that passed forward and paid forward the way it's been. Congratulations with the great run that you're on in the midst of what's going on with Coco Vandeway. And, and I don't want to tell you, and I told you this privately, but I want to say it on air is that I was so proud of how much of a pro she was in that semi against Venus. And although she was up a set and, and then let it get away, she didn't let her emotions get away from her. And I think that's one of the things that's indicative of your influence on her. And I hope that continues to be the case because it really shows well for her and for our sport as a professional to see her go out and be the athlete that she is, but be able to keep it all under control the way she did in Australia. And if that continues to be the case, I agree with you. We're going to see her in the second week of majors more often than not. I hope so. I hope you're right. And uh, I, I have big belief in her, and it's just a matter of her putting the effort out there and believing in herself and just going through the process. I'm real proud of the work that you're doing, Craig, and I look forward to seeing uh, you guys out there in Indian Wells watching Coco play. I know you'll be hard at work, but I know we'll have an opportunity to uh, to spend some time, and, and that's always a, a highlight of my tennis year and Sarah as well. So good luck to you, good luck to Coco, and, and look forward to seeing you in the desert. Okay, Andy. Take care. Thanks a lot. You too. That's been Craig Carden coach of Coco Vandaway, and this has been KickServeRadio.com, Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden, and we will be seeing you real soon, and if you're in the desert, look forward to seeing you there.